Comrades, welcome to episode 11 of Dying Scene Radio. With me, as always, is me amigo Bob. Say howdy to the good listeners, Bob. Hello, good listeners. Very good job. Our intro song for this episode was from the LP Roach. That's all the way from the United Kingdom. Aerial Salad with the track Alone Forever. I'm going to tell you, Bob, this one's been burning up my car stereo on on my commute to work every morning i sent you the link did you listen to it yeah it's a classic intro song um i feel like uh you know it reminds me of the early days of dying scene radio it does and i think that's why i like it being an older gentleman it uh harkens harkens back yeah good stuff yeah um don't even remember how i came across them i think spotify might have recommended them or been like a uh, a related artist or whatever their little category is whenever you're listening to something. Well, the song is uh, called Alone Forever, so it was probably uh, coming up because it was based off of your mood or your future or something like that. Oh, it might be. You know, with my personality, I probably will be alone forever. Probably. But I always got you, right, Bob? Always. Uh, anyway, check out those guys. Um, the LP again was Roach. Uh incredible sound they got a really good uh old school sound to them the whole lp is good uh i jam it out with my clam out every day on the way to work so well done boys um what's going on bob what's up not not much dude yeah we're uh uh, busy busy with life busy with life i hear you there Yeah, we're coming to you a little bit later this time because my internet was out for about two weeks. Thank you, uh, Comcast. How does that even happen? Straight shit. I don't don't know. Because they can't send a technician on weekends, and I'm a busy man. So had to wait a couple weeks, but whatever. It's back. Hopefully it's all right. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, so fuck you, Comcast. Uh, what else has been going on? Uh, local shows. I always like to cover the local shows here. What shows oh, wait, have I shot lately? Before you go into local shows, what? I paid off my motherfucking student loans. Oh, yeah. shit. Nice. Fuck student loans. Good job. And how is the, um, the degree that you earned with those student loans coming in? Are they, is, that, <laughs> is it very handy? It's it's somewhat useful. I mean, I would say that I do make less than most of my friends who only have a high school degree. Um, All right. So, yeah, I, well, I would say uh, I've got one friend with a, uh, a bachelor's in, like, finance, and then he was making 15 bucks an hour at the bank, went, went to the studios. Now he makes, like, $200,000 a year working for the studios as a special effects dude. Wow, and that seems to be the story of college these days. Well, um, yeah. yeah, that's a uh, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it started off like a good story, and then it kind of took a turn there. <laughs> hey, I paid off my student loans. <laughs> there you go. Moral yeah. of the story. I'm, well, good I'm job. I'm stoked. What are you going to do with your newfound uh, booty? Mm, gosh, I don't know. Try and uh, buy a house. Oh, good luck with that. Thanks. Um, Salt Lake, here I come. Mm, Yeah. Have fun there. Uh, All right. Back to to more pressing issues, like uh, local shows. Yeah, shows. 
So um, I think since last time I've seen everybody or talked to everybody here, it's been about, I think I've had four shows. I try to average about one a week, maybe a little bit less. I'm slowing down. Uh, There's a really cool venue here in Denver called Mutiny Information Cafe. It's actually like a bookstore. They sell comic books and records and all sorts of shit like that. But Krang. Krang, skate punk, came all the way from uh, Czech Republic. So I definitely had to go check them out. If they could come... Awesome. I don't know, 8,000 miles. I could drive my ass the two and a half miles. <laughs> you better. <laughs> they played with uh, local uh, veterans, All Out Helter, Melodic Hardcore, which we yes. uh, heard from last episode. Yeah. And uh, then Rotten Reputation. Uh, awesome band. They're a scrappy, scrappy young female-fronted uh, punk. I, I know they probably hate it when I say that, but uh, you got to define it somehow, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, you, how do, how do you, people know what they're getting into? You got to put labels uh, on things. Of course. It's our nature. Uh, let's see. I also shot a good festival, Scallywag Fest, which kind of took over for the uh, Punk and Drublick Festival, I guess, because it was a beer tasting, kind of the same situation like we went to. You know, yeah, I give think you the it was cup. around longer than the uh, Punk and Drublick. Hasn't it been like around a year longer or something? It could be. It could yeah. be. Who played um, Oh, man, that was a pretty good uh, lineup. Uh, Potato Pirates, a local street punk here, uh, opened up. Uh, Bad Religion played Interrupters, Mad Caddies, uh, who nice. we might be hearing from in a couple weeks. Uh, Rancid and Pennywise, so that was a cool. pretty incredible show. I am literally going to see all of those bands next week. Yeah, good Surf luck. City Blitz. That's going to be pretty good. Uh, Plus, Interrupters are always a great, great time. I love yeah. those guys. Yeah, they'll be there. Fear, TSOL, Voodoo Glow Skulls. I'm trying to think who else. I think that's it. All the all the same bands. There's a few other bands, but those are the important ones. Yeah, I guess I, I did a pretty good job shooting that show because uh, Justin uh, Bavona of the Interrupters shared a picture that I took of him and uh, the, and the drummer for Rancid. And I forget his Ooh. name. He he shared my uh, picture of him too. So. Nice. Very good nice. job pat on my back breaking my yeah. arm yeah yeah nice good job <laughs> uh, that's exciting what else i did uh ten, there was a show at a little uh dive bar tennis and tap here system restore can you see your best screen first and work every System Restore came in from Wyoming. That was cool. Um, mm-hmm. Dryer Fire. Uh, they're from the county north of us here in Denver. They're a fucking great band. Uh, Mrs. Anarcho Punk went to me, uh, went to that show with me, and she uh, fell in love with Dryer Fire. You really got to check them out. They're funny. The, their live performance is great. Yeah. Uh, who else? The Hybrids played there, and then um, local uh, pop punks. Um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank now, but I'm sure I'll get back around to it. Um, the, uh, let's see. And then after that, um, you just last night or the night before, Bar Bar, uh, another little dive bar in downtown. Boss's Daughter, our buddies and Boss's Daughter came in. Cool. Came awesome. And uh, people corrupting people, of course. So that was a pretty good one. And all these pictures are up on uh, the Instagram page over at Dying Scene and anarchopunk.la. So check those you, out. Uh, I still need you to start looking for um, a show for us to go to over Christmas, uh, Christmas week. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm pretty sure there's going to be stuff. And the, the band I was trying to think of was Filthy Hearts. Totally spaced on that. And then actually, Ryan, the, the lead singer for that band and bass player, I think he plays bass, um, la- played with uh, Boss's daughter at last, uh, he's, his solo project, Last Stop. So definitely got to make sure I get him in because awesome. he's a cool dude. Um, so what have you been up to, Bob? You went to Wirefast Tap, didn't you? Yeah, I went to Wiretap Records for your anniversary. Um, I only went on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, I had my own show. Uh, So Saturday, we caught um, Wicked Bears. Uh, I think we got there just as they finished. Um, We watched This Obsession uh, from Chicago. Um, Break Lights was a great pop punk band. Um, Lost in Society. um, Yeah. A little bit later on, and they were a ton of fun. Um, And I went and did the interview, so I missed Get Married and I missed Audio Karate. In fact... Audio Karate was still playing, um, but because I went and did the interview, the bar then was not charging when I left, but was charging money to get in once I came back at uh-huh. 11.30 or 12 o'clock at night. And they were trying to charge sense. me $5 to get in, <laughs> and they already had my card and ID at the bar. <laughs> so they're like, Perfect. ID? I'm like, you guys have my ID. They're like, what? I'm like, you guys have my ID and my card. Can I go in and get it? And they're like, no, you can't. You know, stay here and wait. I waited for an hour. They couldn't find it. They lost Death. all my shit. So oh I, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Um, look, <laughs> all in all, I had a great night other than them losing my, uh, my, uh, card. And yeah. that was at, um, that was in Fullerton at the slide bar. Pretty cool venue. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Other than that, that's about it, man. I've been, just don't open many, a tab there. <laughs> don't open a tab and walk away. Close that shit out. <laughs> Awesome. But uh, um, yeah, other than that, it's just been shows of my own. I got four shows coming up this week or next week, six shows within the next two weeks, seven. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you guys many. have been getting busy. Good Dude, job. just out here, just in Santa Clarita, we just play whenever. We're just doing it to replace practice. <laughs> yeah. If you're a band and you're listening and you're a band who doesn't, you know, like tour or whatever, I highly recommend just freaking book the same place every week so you get the stage time and the rehearsal and just get comfortable up there. It's worth it. Look at you. We need to have the... Now you need to play the little more you know theme song. Don't doom, even doom, attempt doom, to hum it. Doom, do it. No, so You're going to you do it. it so wrong. You I did want it so wrong. To... I can't do it because now it's like an Instagram thing. Oh. Like you On Instagram, you can make it do that thing, and now so everyone does it, so it's really annoying. Uh, so I can't do it anymore. Okay. Yeah. All um, right. I'll let you out of it on that one then. I didn't know it was so cliche. Apologies. <laughs> I'm a square. You, should. you are. You are. Um, so, look, in honor of Halloween, I thought it would be fun to do Halloween-themed music for the rest of the episode. I guess uh, Ariel Salad might be considered kind of scary if the name of their album is Roach. Roaches are kind of creepy. So, they kind of fit. We might have to make a stretch on a few of these. I'm going to go ahead and warn you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Making an entire playlist of nothing but Halloween-themed songs is a little bit rough. Uh, but I think sure. we did it. I think we did good. We're actually going to start off a little shaky because we're... Yeah, uh, I think you did good. You did all the work. Well, I didn't do anything. You did. You added one. And, of course, we're going to start with Boss Man Dave's solid gold lock of the episode. Boss Man Dave's solid gold lock of the episode wasn't really uh, too horror themed uh, 
I told him we were going to do that, and he, I think he completely ignored me. Uh, but the band is Burger Weekends, and the song, close enough, I guess, is called Dead Romance. Let's hear it. with Dead Romance, which was the title track from the EP. Um, and again, that was Boss Man Dave's Solid Gold lock of the episode. We're going to give him a pass. Uh, it had the word dead in the song title, so it's kind of Halloween themed. I'll right? give it to you. All right. I mean, he runs the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pays the uh, web hosting fee, so yes. I guess he's got to be right. Uh, he's got to pass. Next one is a little bit more Halloween themed. Uh, Boston based quartet Salem Wolves. This is Moonlight.
track LP Shake. That was Moonlight from Salem Wolves. Uh, that one was actually sent in via email. Bob always likes to know when I play the ones that are sent in to the inbox. So uh, that one was sent in. I think in. it's sweet. Uh, do you? It's endearing. I yes. try to play at least two or three every episode. This one had a, f- a fewer than normal because we had to try and fit a theme. But I think um, we have to, man. That's how you and I met is you, you did a write-up on a small local band that I was in and yeah. warmed my heart. It warmed the cockles of your heart. Say it. Yeah, it warmed my cockles. <laughs> but if uh, you're in a band and you want us to play some of your stuff, you can email that to us. Also, uh, just know that I'm very busy. Sometimes I don't always respond. But you can send uh, an email with some stuff over to Dying Scene Radio at DyingScene.com, and we'll get to it eventually. And if it's any good, we'll play it, just like Salem yeah. Wolves. How about that? How about that? How about that? Uh, next up, another one that was sent in via email, just by coincidence. I didn't even think about that when I did the whole layout here. Uh, this one is Cheney's with Ghost Stories. <laughs> Yeah. 
that was classic horror punk group Cheney's. You gotta like the ones that have a little bit of a uh, campiness to them. I think is the word. Uh, what does that even mean? I don't know. I think it's like a better way of saying kind of cheesy or corny. But it's oh. uh, like the Batman, the old '60s Batman. They say is campy. You know. So it's, I've been hearing that word so much, and I just yeah, I don't understand. Um, but yeah, they sent that in and they're from, uh, Moscow, right around oh. a, a year old. They have been playing music, uh, and that was from the new EP legacy. So make sure you check I, that out. And especially if you're in Russia, you don't get, uh, too many Russian horror punk bands. I don't think I liked the breakdown. It was a, uh, nice, you know, typical punk beat throughout the song. And then all of a sudden yeah. they get to the breakdown and it's a simple, uh, you know, slowed down instead of the quick punk beat that, you know, they slowed it down and gave oh, you a straight. Look at that. We got a little bit of music from Bob. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wow. uh, it's a just treat. a, uh, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, you know, it broke it down to the straight uh, four, four. Anyways, I enjoyed that. Move forward. Uh, I was going to say, I liked the chorus as they were really catchy, but you were so far above that in your, uh, in what you liked. It was so eloquent and very technical. So I'm just going to step back with my, what I liked because it, that was pretty, out. pretty Bow simple. Out gracefully. Uh, yes, I will. Uh, next up coffin salesman, really cool name for a band, right? It's not a horror punk band, but it fits. I thought that is was probably somebody, the most apt name. Yeah, is yeah. Is it somebody who sells a coffin or no, somebody who is coughing and it, they're a salesman? No, coffin like salesman. Like a coffin salesman. Like this, a, <laughs> I got this 84 Pontiac station wagon. So annoying. It is the side project of Boston-based musician Aria Rad of the Radicals and Live Nude Girls, if you must know. I'm oh, bringing facts. Right. Nice. Name of the track is New Age Swinger. Play it, Bob. Say yeah, it's coming. Could be here any day. And all the main street preachers say you're better off this way. There's more than one way to twist your life. Sun, it's too few fucking with you. Can't 
from the upcoming LP, I'm probably going to butcher it, Necrophorus Americanus. Close? Uh, sure. That was <laughs> Necrophorus Americanus. That was Coffin Salesman with New Age Swinger. Uh, that one I think was up on the website. I don't know if it was a, an exclusive or not, but I kind of just came across that one and thought it would be perfect for our Halloween theme. Uh, and it was a really cool song. I like the, uh, I don't know what it's called, where they carve out a section of the song uh, where every instrument gets like a little five, six second solo. What's that called, Bob? You're very technical. Uh, solo? Everybody solo? Everybody solo. <laughs> I like the everybody solo in that song. <laughs> Are you just saying that to make me sound like an idiot? <laughs> no. That was my best guess. That was an educated, an uneducated guess. I don't know what it was. Well, if there's a name for it, the listeners will let us know, I'm uh, sure. I hope so. We're going to have to do our research so we don't sound like such asses next time. Let's do the news. <laughs> do the news. All right, well, uh, today is uh, Edge Day. I didn't even really know this was a thing, uh, but it's for people that celebrate uh, the straight edge scene and ethos, uh, which I would imagine there's a very large swath of that, that listen to the show. Uh, do you, do you not, only know this because of uh, the Hard Times News? No, no, I didn't see that. I've been, I've been banned on Facebook, so I don't go on there. I can't make well, comments. Well, they, they have uh, Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, they you're probably on Instagram, do. aren't you? Yeah, I'm on there. <laughs> post that pictures is where you all the post time. Post all your stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, they they posted in honor of that as well. The first one up there is a straight edge friend, totally scumbag in every other way possible. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love that. Um, yeah, no, the whole thing's not for me. I I like getting high uh, and drunk. I don't know. But as long it's, as you don't preach to me, it's fine. Do whatever you want to do. Enjoy being sober. That's great. Do it. I love the hard times, and I love how they make fun of everything. Yeah, the hard times is great. I've seen quite a few good ones coming out lately. Um, always, always. Um, I'm trying to think of what was the well, the really good one on Christopher Columbus Day. Did you see that? No, National Indigenous so. Peoples Day. It's uh, uh, white people need to stop celebrating Columbus Day because Italians aren't actually white. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense <laughs> every like single hard times news guys if you're not following the hard times this is not news but if you're not following the hard times news on instagram fucking i don't know where you've been yeah i feel like everybody's following i think it. everybody does that site blew up really quick it went yeah. from being like 300 followers to like thirty thousand really quick it's fantastic and yeah. read their actual pieces on their website totally worth it I agree. I can endorse that statement. Um, all right, on with the news. Hot water music. music released a b-side track called i will be via rise records uh the band last released light it up in 2017 also via rise uh you can listen to the song over at dyingscene.com we've got the video it's not really a video it's just like the album cover what do, what do you call those i guess a video yeah sure sure uh anyway 
Uh, yeah, good uh, gravel core. People uh, flip their shit when you call it gravel core. <laughs> I don't know if you ever check out the Facebook page, the Dying Scene Facebook page, but of course, like we talked about earlier, you have to kind of label things just so kind of people know. And somehow, I don't know how the term gravel core came around. It's not very uh, well known. A lot of people don't use it. Um, but for some reason, we use it over at Dying Scene. And, and whenever it pops up on Facebook, it'll say Gravel Core. Hot Water Music, parentheses, Gravel Core, releases new track. And people will just flip their shit about the term Gravel Core. It's funny as shit. Why? I don't know. I don't know because we're, as a collective, elitist people. Uh, Internally. What does that mean? What does it mean? What, Gravel Core? Yeah, it, it's um, like Nothington would be gravel core. Um, I don't know. There's a couple other bands. It's kind of like the the bands that, that have a kind of a southern kind of grit to them. Gainesville, Florida okay. kind of sound. Okay, from the swamps. Right, cool. I can take it. I get it. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. But yeah, it's amusing. I, I just start. I just call. It, I I reinforce it just to make people flip their shit on the internet. <laughs> So, so keep you don't com- do that. Keep commenting, guys. Counts that does not our, sound like something you would do. Counts towards our traffic. So keep making snide comments. It really helps us out. So gravel core, gravel core. <laughs> Moving I'm on. Turn that into a song. Yeah, are you? Yeah, I think you should. Uh, moving on. Can I? Can I move on? I said it, move and on. then you interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Richmond, Virginia hardcore punk band Iron Reagan Iron Reagan uh, announced and have already released a new EP Dark Days Ahead uh, via Pop Wig Records uh, to give you an idea of what you're getting into you can head over to DyingScene.com we've got one of the uh, debut tracks Patronizer up uh, but of course you can listen to the whole thing over at Bandcamp and uh, I'm sure on SoundCloud any of these uh, music streaming things but give us a click right? yeah why not? why not? why not? so uh, yeah Iron Reagan they've been around for a while now um, one of the uh, more influential and one of the more talented crossover bands, in my opinion. You know, like that metal thrash kind of crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got a few members of Municipal Waste, and they're from the awesome Richmond, Virginia scene. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the lead singer is one of them. Um, but yeah, they're from the uh, Richmond scene. I don't know if you've ever been out there. One of the uh, first punk shows I ever went to was up there in Richmond. Yeah, I uh, I have been out to Richmond. My sister used to live in Fredericksburg, so I used okay. to go out there often enough. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't know they had a punk scene out there. Yeah, yeah, really good, uh, low-key kind of scene. You know, you don't hear a lot about it, but uh, thriving. You get a lot of uh, a lot of bands coming out of there too. Um, so. This is just another one. Um, but yeah, they announced a new EP and have released that, so go check that out. Next up, Spam Fest. Spam. Yeah, not S-C- Spam. Spam. Spam Fest Spam. would be pretty badass, though. S-B-A-M Fest. Spam Fest. What was that chef who used to, like, pinch little, you know, herbs, and then he'd throw it in, and then he'd be like, bam! Emerald. Yeah. So this is yeah. 
Bam. Are you quite done? I just wanted everybody to know. Whether you're still basking in the afterglow of this year's summer festival season or lamenting the fact that it came and went before you had a chance to plan for it. That one was uh, me for sure. It's apparently already time to start gearing up for next year. As you start compiling your options, here's a festival that you should absolutely put on your radar. Spamfest is a three-day shebang hosted in Wells, Austria from May 1st through the 3rd and... They just released their first wave of bands. Uh, total, they said there's going to be about 45 playing across two stages. All the right. first wave includes... Are you ready? Drum ready. roll. That's... Okay. Yeah, no, I changed my mind. Uh, snuff. Snuff. Messed. Authority Zero, Eye Against Eye, uh, our friends in Spanish love songs, Anti-Lectual, The Human Project, Deadneck, Slim Boy, You Know, and Anti-Manifest. So I that one's Spanish looking love good. Songs now. That's all because yeah. of you. Man, they're so awesome. I always I've sing that song to, to myself, Buffalo Buffalo, or what, is that what it's called? Yeah, they have one called Buffalo Buffalo. Yeah, that's one it's also called. the name of their EP. Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, I always sing, sing the, and especially when I lived in LA, I would sing the um, the line about uh, Ra- uh, in a Ralph's parking lot every time <laughs> I went grocery shopping. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so that's a pretty incredible festival, um, and it looks like we're sponsoring it uh, because uh, the Dying Scene logo is on there. Um, so I'm thinking Dave will fly us out to cover the show dave 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 david i'm looking at you i see i see you i see you through the blinds look at us when we're talking to david um i think it's only fair for the work that we've put in yeah we get flown to austria and put up for three days four days so that we can get to the festival dude we'll sleep on the sidewalk okay (laughs) So Bob volunteered to sleep on the sidewalk. I'll need a bedroom. Just I'll take an Airbnb. There. Fly us there. We could stay with somebody. We'll, we'll stay with Spanish love songs. We're resourceful. Yeah. All right. Next up, the casualties. The Casualties are now streaming one of their tracks off of the upcoming album, Written in Blood. The track 1312 is available via Cleopatra Records uh, as an immediate download with the pre-order. The album's actually going to be dropping on October 25th, so it might be out by the time this airs. Uh, We'll see. Bob's on the clock. Um, But yeah, song's pretty awesome. Uh, 1312. That's like Tuesday. I'm going to say probably not, but maybe. We'll see. No rush. If not, we'll just the the listeners will know that it's already out. Yeah. Use your use your noodles, guys. <laughs> uh, the track thirteen twelve, uh, of course, is in reference to uh, the very popular saying: "All cops are bastards." Which can't agree with more. Send all your hate mail to Dave at DyingScene.com. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so it's uh, the first uh, album with uh, David Rodriguez taking over vocals for the recently retired uh, Jorge Herrera. 
I don't know. He might he, he might pronounce it George. Is it uh, presumptuous of me to say Jorge? Uh, I would imagine he goes by Jorge. I would too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought he did a very admirable job for admirable job. Admiral. I feel Remember like we ad- should. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I feel like we should uh, contact Jorge and see what he thinks about uh, them, you know, releasing the new song and if he approves or not. Have, do we have anything on that or no? Uh, no. No. Nothing on that. That would be uh, really but, interesting. But to go see ahead. Thanks. Yeah. You should do that. Okay. Hunt him down. Ask him some questions. All right. Real breaking breaking journalism here <laughs> uh, all right one of my favorite stories of the month uh, nightbirds Nightbirds is headed out on tour in support of their new album. Uh, The New Jersey Punks have announced a string of dates for their latest album, Roll Credits. They will be hitting every side of the country, including a stop at Fest, of course. Um, The tour has already kicked off. They're well into it, uh, but it runs through... Uh, December, so you got plenty of time to get out there and see him. Um, and I would highly recommend it. I, I caught a set, I think it was at Punk Rock Bowling four or five years ago. Uh, but they uh, put on a very explosive live show. Have you seen them yet? No, I have not. Yeah, they're uh, they're bouncing all over the stage, and they're wearing they wear like flannel shirts and it was in the middle of summer in the desert in Vegas and it was just I've uh, seen the was, music videos I'd imagine they're a lot of energy I was worried for their well-being I thought they were going <laughs> to overheat I, I was very um, yeah especially worried. there Ugh. yeah yeah mm. I was um, keeping an eye on their water intake so yeah. they survived this set you'll be good. glad to know good I'm glad to hear it spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Real Big Fish. Real Big Fish are back with the surprise release of a new single titled, You Can't Have All of Me. And they announced plans to release Life Sucks, Let's Dance, their first LP uh, of brand new material in about six years. So that's pretty exciting, especially for ska fans. Yes, yes. You, but everybody you just are loves one. old Real Big Fish. And they yeah. know it. They know it. Yeah. Real Big Fish just comes out and plays everything off of Turn Off the Radio. We're just like, people, I guess, for this, fuck it. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see. So the front man, uh, Aaron Barrett, said uh, that when he was asked about the album, he said, I have an unhealthy obsession with my dog, Walter, and I started singing little songs to him about how cute he was. <laughs> then I realized I had written some pretty catchy songs, so I changed nice. all the lyrics because I didn't think anybody would want to hear a rock opera about my dog. I actually and might. Is exactly what I was going to say. I'm not sure about that, Aaron. I think (laughs) I would listen to that shit. Yeah, he's probably wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, you might want to uh, tuck those dog songs away and come out with an album in a couple of years. I bet you it would sell. (laughs) You got got at least two people hooked. (laughs) 
Uh, all right. Next up. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this one, um, but if you missed the news a couple weeks ago, Essex-based punk hip-hop act, Rat Boy. Rat Boy announced that he'll be re- releasing his new album, Internationally Unknown, on Tim Armstrong's Hellcat Records. Yeah. What do you think uh, about uh, the hip-hop and punk kind of mashup? Well, it's not really hip-hop. I mean, it's kind of hip-hop, but it's not really hip-hop. Like, honestly, when we're talking about this, I feel like uh, MC Devlin from No Cash, when mm-hmm. he broke off and did Mad Conductor, like, that was way, in my opinion... Like, that's more hip-hop punk than what this is. This reminds me of... It's like reggae, and I guess some of the music breaks down into, like, what hip-hop would break down into. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's definitely blending the lines, because you could even argue the same thing about Mad Conductor. Um, so, uh, as far as them being signed to Hellcat, I mean... Whatever, it's cool. Um, as far as the name Rat Boy, dude, it was hard to find that band. I mean, I, I didn't go to Dying Scene, uh, and then of course I found it. But like searching for additional uh, information on it, I found two other bands that came up way more frequently um, than. Well, and if you guys want to uh, hear it, then head over to Dying Scene and go yes. up to the little search bar and type yes. in Rat Boy, and it'll yes. pop up. Save Pretty much everything you're going to find is through our website. But uh, um, it was cool. It wasn't bad. And it was different. And I think different is good. Different right. uh, pushes the genre. And this is definitely something that's doing that. So yeah. um, for that, I appreciate it. I, it's it's not horrible. I was It was it was decent. Um, I, I'm still not sure how I feel about it. I think I need to listen to the whole album before I can really make a good decision on whether I yeah. like it or not. So we'll see. Um, that's Look, coming out. If you took out some of those like more hip hop parts and you just blended all the other stuff together, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between that and like a typical like reggae ska song, you yeah. know, um, it yeah. just, it, it's got all those elements in there. It just pushes a little more musically sometimes into hip hop. Um, I don't know. Just my two cents. Just your two. Well, your two cents is welcome here, Bobbert. It's Moving onward. No effects. Spent 15 years getting loaded. 15 years till his liver exploded. Now it's Bob gonna do now that he can't ring. No effects has hinted at making some new music. Uh, If you found yourself jonesing for some new music from the punk rock veterans, then Fat Mike has some good news for you. He recently posted a video on Instagram of him laying down a new bass track in the studio accompanied with the following comment. Didn't have a lot of shows this year, so I wrote 55 no effects songs. I just wrote number 56 tonight. Want to hear it? It goes like this. So, of course, if you want to hear it, go dig through his uh, Instagram web uh website page whatever um but yeah i thought it was funny he said they didn't play a lot of shows this year i was like why why is that mike yeah come on tell us talk about it mike. yeah i bet you had a little bit of a dent in your show uh show number of shows played this year um but we all 
pay our penance. I really hope they uh, do start playing more shows back in the U.S. I've missed, uh, I've missed them this year. Um, I have a question, and I don't know uh, if you saw this or not. Um, this was like within the last day or two days. Um, did you see Fat Mike is doing a clothing line? I panties, did see that. Yep. Panties for men. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, it's called Fatal Fatali F- Fat Fatali. Uh, it's got to be fat something. Um, it's spelled like. Yeah, Fatali design. I don't know. It's not spelled fatal. Yeah, I, I did see that. In the like, there was a caption that said something like, "Because you know, whenever you wear your girlfriend's underwear, you get a boner." <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy. I don't know. I don't know if I could fit into Mrs. Anarcho Punk's uh, underwear. First off, <laughs> it just fall off of you. It would be dis- it would be a disgusting mess. Uh, uh, so, anyways, uh, panties brought to you by Fat Mike. Look for them coming soon. F A T A L E Design. Yeah. However you pronounce that. Uh, yeah, did see that in, today. Very interesting. Yeah, the launch is like uh, November fifth or something like that. So, check it. So, if you want uh, some satin undies, that's where you need to pick them up. <laughs> there you go uh, all right on to something uh maybe a little less panty related a little less satiny uh punk rock supergroup of vulture wake A Vulture Wake, uh, featuring the likes of Chad Price from All and Drag the River, uh, Joe Raposo from RKL and Lagwagon, uh, Sean Sellers from Good Riddance. Um, uh, they're stringing, streaming a new song, uh, Feed the Machine. Uh, we have it, of course, streaming over at DyingScene.com. Um, it is coming from the band's forthcoming EP, Fall Prey. Uh, that's scheduled to be released October 19th by our friends over at Bird Attack Records. Did they um, not just come out with a full length this year? It was what I was going to say. They came out with their debut LP in January, and now they're putting out an EP at the end of the year. They that's are insane. machines. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that's insane. Isn't it crazy? That's fucking staying on it. I might have to put the EP on my honorable mentions for the albums of the year just for the effort put into it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, but yeah, that was nuts. Uh, the debut LP a couple months ago way to go guys bust an ass I like it way to go way to go Uh, Petaluma California natives Tsunami Bomb Tsunami Bomb released two new songs um you know, I was, I don't know about, I was never into them that much. Did you like Tsunami Bomb? You're a jerk. There were songs from Tsunami no, definitely. Bomb that I loved. Absolutely. No, I'm not saying that I hated them. I, mean, just, I wasn't into them that much. Um, but they did recently reform. Um, the two songs, uh, Lullaby for the End of the World and Naysayers, uh, can be, you stream it on Bandcamp or over on DyingScene.com. Uh, but that's the first new music from them since 2004. Uh, they also recently announced a new album coming up in 2019, and they're going to be reissuing uh, 2002's The Ultimate Escape on vinyl, which 
I, even though I wasn't into them that much, The Ultimate Escape was a great fucking album. Yeah. Gotta give them the credit there. There was really, uh, the, the whole album was good from top to bottom. So uh, you can get a, uh, the link for the uh, vinyl orders over on tyingscene.com. And then, of course, you can listen to the album while you're ordering it. So Nice. Definitely do that. Um, but yeah, I always like to see these bands coming back. There's a lot of those these days that are that are making uh, a little bit of a comeback and coming out and putting out some new music and going out on tour. Um, who's there a band right now that, that who's who's a band right now that's out that uh, that you would that's not currently playing music that you would like to see come back? Oh gosh, you got to put me on the spot like that. A band that has broken up that I would like to see. Look. Um, this is just coming to mind because uh, it's an album that I really like, and we've probably talked about it. Um, Oscar. I feel strangled. I feel torn into insufficient amounts of till. Oscar. Yeah. I, I love that album, Idol Will Kill. They broke up. They're never coming back. They're never getting back together. But I think that'd be what? dope just because uh, I thought that was a really, really good album. Um, dude, other than that, I don't know. Nothing comes to mind. I mean, like, you know, there's like classic punk rock bands, Operation Ivy. Obviously, that's just so unrealistic. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. but I like Oscar. That that one's good. Like, if you're going to wish, like, just wish for the, you know, the most crazy thing you can think of. Oscar isn't the craziest thing. Uh, that's, I think that's doable. Come on, guys. Let's make our <laughs> well, plea to Oscar. Uh, the the uh, head uh, lead singer, um, I'm blanking on his name right now, but uh, he doesn't play punk rock anymore. He plays folk. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yeah, he's kind of left the genre and uh, doing other. But he things. could come back. I've seen some crazier things with some of these comebacks. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Well, anyway, way to shit on my story, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly for the news this episode uh, Bad Religion Bad Religion uh, just released a new video another one of those is just the cover of the uh, upcoming album uh, but the track The Profane Rights of Man uh, has debuted and it is really good. It certainly puts a better taste in my mouth than the the Kids Are Alt-Right which yeah. was released a couple months ago. Yeah. That one was a little hokey. I could have it was heavy handed um, but this one uh, goes right back to regular kind of bad religion roots. It's, it's exactly what you'd expect. Uh, and, and thank goodness uh, Right, right. Yeah, I was a little worried there at first, but that's and that's why you never really make a snap judgment off the first song or the single that they release off of an album. You know, people will flip their shit all the time. Oh, well, that's just too soft. Their last stuff was so hard. You haven't even heard the whole album. What are you talking about? There's one song. It wasn't even that the kids are all right. Was too soft. It was just so corny. Yeah, it was. Like I said, it was it was very heavy handed, and they did not like. Usually, they put a little more thought into the lyrics and a little more highbrow. This one was just. A little more direct, which maybe it, it seemed worse coming from them than it actually was. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but that's it for the news. Uh, I think we did pretty good. I give us a B. End the news. End the news. No. 
No, we're not going to no. do that. All right. Uh, but if you uh, want to check out those stories and more, uh, head over to DyingScene.com. For now, we're going to play some more music. Right, Bob? Right. Thank you for agreeing. It makes me feel uh, powerful. Like you. What? Right. Uh, LA-based pop punks, gentlemen prefer blood or up next. This one's Demons Are Real. Demons Are Real from L.A.-based punks. Gentlemen prefer blood. Uh, That is from the album Weathered, which unfortunately is going to be their final album. I love those guys. Why? Yeah, they were um, a a staple of the L.A. scene there for a while. They played so many shows. They were like on every bill, like punk bill that I saw. Um, 
so I saw him a few times. I never shot shot him. I think it was before I was taking pictures. Um, yeah. But yeah, sad sad to see him go. They were uh, they were a staple for us uh, there in Southern California. Um, yeah. So Bon Voyage, Bon Voyage boys, you did a great job. I'm sure Sayonara. we'll see him again. You never they're never gone for too long. They are the band I want to see get back together. Um, good. Good. Maybe it'll be a quick turnaround. <laughs> Maybe they'll hear our pleas. Uh, let's keep things uh, down there in the southern part of California. South Bay Quartet, maybe later, sent this one into the inbox. This one is their cover of No Effects' Shower Days. was maybe later with shower days and you're probably saying to yourself hey ap that's not scary why did you put this on there well i got news for you bitches maybe it's because they're acting like another band almost like they're in costume right oh, like halloween you snap it's like they're covering a band you like and that so that's that like some is the that's costume some, that's some inception level shit dude my band covered saturday night from the misfits Ah. That is a Halloween song, and we were dressing up were... like them playing them. You didn't even put us on here. You're a well, bitch, AP. I figured that would be... A bitch. That would be kind of showing favoritism. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, so, um, the boys, and maybe later, uh, have a new split album out with fellow South Bay punks, Day Traders. So, make sure to peep dat, as the kids are saying these days. Dude, uh, South Bay has been so sunny and warm lately. How's Colorado uh, been? 
we had like three or four inches of snow over the weekend. Dude, was... I saw a picture of you in like your beanie and then like your tongue stuck to a pole. When I got up for work on Monday, it was 18 degrees. <laughs> I think it was, like 80. Hurt. it was like 80 here. My bones hurt. It's probably like 65 out right now, dude. It's 10 o'clock at night. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for rubbing it in. It's actually not oh. bad this week, so it's making up for it this week. I think we're in the, the 50s, so I'll survive. And until then, I'm going to listen to our next band, Rat Cage. This one is Blood on Your Boots. <laughs> was the one-man hardcore band rat cage with blood on your boots uh it's amazing to think that one man can play all those instruments well enough to put together an entire hardcore uh band all by himself you think he, yeah you think he could do that you could play a fair amount of instruments you're you're well versed sure um I, how <laughs> sure. does he do it live I don't know if he does it live, uh, oh. but if he does it live, he might do it like uh, our buddy John Underwood, who's currently on tour right now. Um, he has one of those looping machines, and he starts with like the drum, like the drum beat, and records oh, like shit. one or two verses yeah. of that, and then he picks up the the, uh, the guitar and plays that and loops it in, uh, picks up the trombone. Like he's really talented. Do you um, remember and uh, Adam and his package? Oh yeah, yeah, similar. Yeah. Well, he didn't do that. He was not. But as he was the one man band. And yeah, and he, he just kind of had a bunch of shit pre-recorded and then would, like, you know, right. play with it. Like the drum beat built into his piano exactly. or exactly. whatever they're called. Yeah. It was um, his package. It was it called was his the package. package. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, Brian Sutterby is the one man in the one man band uh, from uh, Sheffield, UK. That's so British. Brian Sutterby Dude. from Sheffield, UK. Brian Sutovich from Sheffield, UK should get with Ratboy from Essex, UK. They should. Rat they should cage, cage, Rat boy cage boy. Rat <laughs> caged boy. Rat caged boy. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they should do a little get together. A little crossover song. If it happens, we want to cut. Uh, please. Uh, okay. We've lally, lollygagged enough. Let's move along. Uh, from the Dying Scene exclusive bin, uh, this one is Lone Wolf with Running Wild. Running Wild 
That was Dutch Punk's Lone Wolf with Running Wild uh, from their new self-titled album out via Bearded Punk Records. I love them. I love that yeah. there's fellow... I can identify with Bearded Punk Records so much. Yeah. I can probably start identifying with Fat Records here in the next couple <laughs> months. <laughs> Old <laughs> Man <laughs> Records, Fat Records, Bearded fuck Records. Fuck You Records? How about that? Poor Ass Records. I can, I, I can identify with Fuck You Records, Bob. Uh, all right. Called for. It it was, but so was making old jokes. So suck it. Scottish pop punks murder burgers are up next with all I think about is sleep. This is from the new split uh, featuring City Mouse, which is released from It's Alive Records. See, see One of Bob's recommendations. Nice, good job, Bob. Guys, this is Bob with Dying Scene Radio, and I'm here with Lost in Society. What's Yo, up, everybody? What's going on? Thanks for having us. Yeah, go ahead. What up? <laughs> go ahead and go around. Tell me your name and uh, what you play in the band. I'm Zach. I play guitar and I sing. Uh, I'm Hector. I play drums. I'm Nick. I play bass and sing a little bit. Dude, sing you guys, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. You guys just got done with your set. It was fucking killer. Thank you. It was fun. You're a three piece, and you guys. How do you keep your band sounding so full as a three piece? Um. It's mostly Nick's fault. I think, I, think it's tone, I think it has to do with tone. I think it just like has to do with tone. Like uh, 
that's honestly like the hardest part about being a three piece is yeah. filling up all this space that there is like frequency wise and so like i try to just have like a really like kind of like scooped bass tone where i have like fat low end but yep. like some kind of gnarly grind so when he like drops out because the guitars are like very like middle of the range frequency okay that's like what gives them their teeth so like I have it like real scoops or like real lows like real highs it almost sounds like he's playing another guitar yeah I try to make it sound like I'm playing another guitar do you record like let me feel yeah I I was gonna say I mean you're like talking to somebody who records so you're talking about like scooping it out filling it in yeah okay so like I just try to take up the room that Zach isn't taking up with his uh with his tone. Yeah, we, we also like two and a half step down, yes. so it like gets a little bit more low end yeah. with the three piece, and then I use like 12 gauge strings, which yeah. brings more cut, but yeah. also a little more low end to I it. Think, awesome. so, I think that the down tuning though really does help, like fill out the yeah. sound. We didn't do that on purpose no, to fill it out, we just saw Green Day was cool yeah. for doing it. <laughs> so we're like, <laughs> yeah, we're and then it. it ended up working out great because it's way easier to sing and it yeah. sounds better, so <laughs> yeah. like, thanks Green Day. <laughs> Well, it sounded it sounded really full. I Thank seriously, you. I was impressed in that's, there. That's always good. Yeah, Especially, dude. we weren't using our own equipment aside from our guitars, yeah. so that is uh, a great compliment that yeah. we got that sound. And out even of like stuff. that's what the this like tour. I was even talk to David, the, the drummer for the band that we're they were playing with, and uh-huh. just like with the drums, I just have gigantic cymbals that just make a lot of noise. Yeah. And for like what we like, I'm not playing with them tonight, but when we we have our stuff. Uh, that usually helps a little bit yeah. too. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> there's like nothing worse than like seeing like a good three piece band, but the drums just sound wimpy. Yeah. If I see a little. 16 inch crash cymbal, I'm walking out of the room. You know, because <laughs> like, like the, just like the sound of, of, of it just fills up all those little cracks that are left, you yeah. know, and it just adds to it. Absolutely. But, yeah. Nick and I are working construction. They love feeling cracks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, drummers, if you play in a rock band, no symbols that are less than 20 inches are acceptable. <laughs> that's so uh, big. That's uh, So I play drums a little bit. Uh, I dabble. Um, the Zildjian Rock uh, series that came out like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, I got those things and they just ring out and fill yeah. in all of it, just like you were talking about. Yeah, dude. Like, And if you want, like, even like if you get like Z Customs, those are like, they're just allowed, obnoxiously loud. Yeah. Uh-huh. But if you're looking for that, that's what I'll go with. Yeah, awesome. Um, tell me a little bit about your guys' band. When did you guys start? Uh, so Nick and I started when we were babies in like eighth grade. Yeah. Um, but we like really kind of started getting serious in like 2012. Okay. Uh, we came out with this record called Let It Sail on Altercation Records. And that's when we really started hitting the road yeah. hard and, you know, doing it for real. Like yeah. We dropped out of college and everything we're like let's just do this band thing like we could always go back to college we didn't but you know, <laughs> but it's still there I mean you could if you wanted yeah, to I mean they're always gonna want my money so I can go back to college anytime this I is want. true this is true um, so yeah I mean it was like 2012 and but Nick and I started the band when we were young because again bringing Green Day up American Idiot came out and we're like yo this album's cool we weren't even friends I was wearing like a Green Day shirt and he's like I love Green Day I'm like cool let's start a band so we started a band and then Hector joined about like 10 years ago Okay, which is crazy we're all like little babies we had no idea what we were doing yeah. we're like yeah we're gonna play the show in our hometown it's gonna be rad um, but yeah so like 2012 is when we became like a real band like okay. when we actually started pursuing this like for real um, and then yeah then we kind of got into the like punk world more and more like we recorded with Pete Seinkoff the Bouncy Souls and came close with them and they started getting more and more opportunities and yeah. to go on the road and like play cooler festivals like Punk Arc Bowling and Fest and you know everything's just kind of 
been building a little bit here and there and you know we bought our van with 8,000 miles on it and now it has 180,000 wow. miles on it nice so for, so, a couple, for a bunch of years there like we we tore it hard yeah. you know like just to get that out of the way and it was just like brick by brick yeah and 2018 and we're still here doing it yeah we're a little bit smarter with how we tour now we used yeah. to just be like let's go for five weeks and but who cares you but, need to play a lot of shows to absolutely nobody to like get yeah. good right to get yeah. and like and like be like and like get become a cohesive unit. if you still want to tour and play music after playing just to the sound guy and the bartender in birmingham <laughs> alabama then like <laughs> yeah. then you know you really love yeah. it right because right. there are moments where you're like why the fuck am i here right yeah. now right this this whole band thing man takes you down some weird rabbit holes sometimes they, like oh, Birmingham boy. Alabama it's like how the fuck did we end up here I don't, I don't know imagine. if I crawled out of that rabbit hole yet <laughs> <laughs> so you guys mentioned Green Day what are some other influences um, I had Green Day Replacements Descendants Nirvana yeah I mean we listen to a lot of, like Nick loves pop a lot okay we all love Motown like yeah. well we have Motown like days we'll just put on Motown only yeah. Um, we listen like I don't know. We listen to a we're lot all of over shit. the place. Like I, I like I'm a big classic rock fan. Okay, and, like, Nick is into Stones, pop. I mean, yeah, and like you know, and Zach is. We're all really a mixture of everything. Like I don't I think lo- like I'm obsessed with like. 90s alternative like Rock yes. Thomas Matchbox 20 yeah. honestly like he's one of my favorite songwriters of all time that's not even a joke I don't know if you would be able to tell that by listening to your guys' music <laughs> yeah. no, that's, that's the great At thing all. but boy in karaoke if you see me go up and do smooth it's, you're in for a fucking treat uh, we're gonna have to do that later tonight yeah, I think we're gonna have yeah. to find some karaoke I'm gonna crush it that's uh, how we get our big break it's like the ocean under the moon man. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say your guiltiest pleasure is then music Ooh. Uh, each of you each I mean like just because they are one of my favorite bands I have to say Matchbox 20 and okay. I don't consider it a guilty pleasure because he's a genuinely great songwriter yeah. in my opinion but people make fun of me all the time for it so I guess I'll, I'll have to say I went to a here's a fun story about Rob Thomas <laughs> I, my, my friend worked for a radio station in New York City 102 Fresh and he's like yo he put up a status anybody want to meet Rob Thomas yeah. um, we're doing a meet and greet kind of thing and Hector actually saw it I didn't and he posted my name in it and is a family friend of mine so he texts me he goes wait do you really like Rob Thomas and I'm like fuck yeah I want to go so he gets me a spot I take off work it's like a Tuesday 6am I wake up get on the train and go up there I walk into the fucking studio it's me and nine women all in their 40s and I'm like this is gonna be rad so it's a mean greet like if people are asking questions he plays some songs and at the end they give you like this smoky eyed like headshot of Rob Thomas that signed and I'm like this is where I draw the line I don't need this like the experience was good enough but like you but know, you still have it to this day to this day I don't I actually gave it to someone I was like give this to somebody else I can't walk around the city with this it's like people are gonna think I'm a fucking serial killer. Like, have you seen this man? I must touch him. Uh, but I went and he like definitely thought like, what is this kid doing here? Uh, but he was cool. He chipped his tooth at a hardcore show in New in New Jersey. He told me when he was wow. 16 All right. at this place called Club Deep. Okay. Uh, that got closed down because yeah. some kid got killed there. Right, 
um, from our hometown. I was like, that's a really cool story. I mean, other than the kid dying. He wasn't yeah. there when the kid died. <laughs> but I was like, that's cool. You were at like punk shows. And yeah. then he was like, oh, the Green Light Anthem's from there, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, Gaslight Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my Rob Thomas story. Yo, and awesome. then you hard styled. Oh, and then we I hard styled pictured with him. It got posted all <laughs> over the internet. <laughs> It was great. Rob, so Rob where can Thomas we find that fuck. picture? I have it on my Instagram. What do we need to Google? Okay. And, my t- and our Twitter, his Twitter. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not on his, but it's out in the world, <laughs> people. The world. Just go to at Max Oil and you'll, and you'll see me and Rob Thomas are selling. I repost it at least once a year. I'm going to do Rocco Coat, too. We'll pull it up. We'll move uh, on for now. But. Uh, my guilty pleasure recently, my girlfriend has got me turned on to this, this like 80s pop singer called Jermaine Stewart, and he has this song like uh, we don't have to take our clothes off okay. and it's just the cheesiest <laughs> song in the world but I swear to God 7.30 in the morning I would drink a cup of coffee and blast that shit on my way to work and I just like don't care that's yeah. awesome you know who I really love Hozier Hozier I'm not yeah, even familiar it's like that. take me to church but down 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 now <laughs> it's great it sounds like this really soulful like black blues guy okay but it's some weird white guy. Like when I saw the picture, I was disappointed of yeah. him. I was like, that's weird. I feel like he's lying to me. Like his voice is so <laughs> soulful. And it, but he's great. He's really good. This guy Hozier. That <laughs> is a great oh, picture. Oh, did you find <laughs> it? Yes. We found it. <laughs> that is awesome. Really <laughs> yeah, so there is confirmation that me heart smiling with Rob Thomas is absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. It exists. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick, what's your guilty pleasure? Tell the I mean, it's hard because like I don't, I don't, I'm not. I don't, Nick is open about. I got no guilt. I have no guilt <laughs> about no like about what it. I listen to, but uh, I like really loved uh, Lady Gaga's first record. Okay, um, I think it was the record. Fame. Yeah, like there's like the deep cuts on it. That or, song Summer Boy. Yeah, there's a song called <laughs> Summer Boy on it. There's another song that sounds just like a Blondie song. Yeah. And um, I thought her first record was great, and then I didn't really get it. I'm not into her, like, weird meat dress thing and, like, all that kind of stuff. And, like, her later records where she just kind of sounds like Madonna yeah. or, like, her, and, and her newest record where she's, like, pretending to play guitar. But, like, that first record is just, like, really good, like, pop dance yeah. music. Right. I'm super into that. I don't get why the whole pretending to play guitar thing. It was, like, you're good at piano. Like, really, you're yeah, a really good musician. Piano, like, yeah. just... She did that record with that. What's his name? Um, the classic. Uh, she did that record with oh, that. Tony, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Yeah. yeah I haven't listened Tony to Bennett. it. Has anyone listened to it here? It's probably great. Not. It's no. probably great. Yeah, hey, let's go. We should check it out. <laughs> Dude, you guys are like deep into some other music. It's crazy. Yeah. I would not we have expected it at all. Weird shit. All like, that. dude, I'm a like I'm a pretty like big like. Pla- like Rolling doing? Stones and Eagles fans and all that shit. So, some guy was like, just hiding behind our van. Yeah, he was. Oh, definitely, he was yeah. gonna, this guy was about to take a piss. It's on like, our yo, van. you can pee there. And we, caught, I, we didn't catch him because I was just gonna watch him. But. <laughs> we could have all watched. Him. Oh shit, he's totally <laughs> hiding. No, he's not hiding, Nick. He's not hiding. We're, We're in Fullerton. He's driving, driving around. All right, so um, let's see. My guilty pleasure, I'll give you this really quick. Yeah, please. Um, and it's just as of lately. Do you guys remember a band called White Town? No. No? Okay, well, they're from the 90s. Sounds they have, racist. A, <laughs> I don't know. It could be. The guy's from England. Um, he's got a song called Your Woman. And uh, they're kind of like, uh, I don't know, what's the dude from Blur? He did that other band, Gorillaz. Oh, yeah. It's kind of oh, like that. It's kind of cool. like that. You guys should that check it out. Awesome. I think you would yeah, dig it. It's like a little lot. bit like 90s hip hop. But uh, White yeah. Town, Your, Your woman. woman. Yes. Yeah, it's been my guilty pleasure, uh, guilty pleasure lately. So um, Guilty yeah. pleasures are great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're great. Um, how do you guys, how'd you guys get uh, hooked up with Rob from Wiretap? 
They could tell that so. story. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Um, so, uh, you know, we put out a record in 2016. Yeah. Like, that was our last full length. That was, I was going to say, that's your last full length. Yeah, yeah. and then um, we did, like, a little run with Face to Face, and on, like, the tail end of that run, like, when we were by ourselves, we were doing punk rock bowling, and we were like, it's been a really long time, we need to put something out. So we put out Flexi, and then... Um, you know, after we got back from that tour, we had been writing and we decided we were just gonna like just go for it because every record prior was like, uh, well, we need, we're gonna go and record in three weeks and we got six songs, so like <laughs> better get a move on. Yeah. And we just like wrote the amount of songs that we were gonna record. There was no like process or anything, so we were just like, let's just like any idea anybody has, we're gonna pursue that at least eighty percent and like get it down into. Yep demos so we demoed like 20 i think it was like 25 songs maybe actually this might have been before the ep when we had all these songs but anyway i don't know but at the end of it we had like around 25 songs uh-huh. and um we were like let's take we were gonna take three and record three and then just kind of send them around yeah and then those three turned into four and then those four turned into the ep and like we're just trying to figure out new ways just to do things. Yes. Yeah. Everything's weird right okay, now. Okay, Nick, but how did we meet Rob? Oh, so listen. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> Thank you, listen, Where right? Are you going with this? So I just started hitting up like smaller labels, and Rob, uh, I hit him up a while ago about like helping us out with a show in LA. And then I kind of hit him up, um, and he, he was like, I don't, like, yeah, you guys are awesome. Like, I don't know if there's anything I can do for you right now. And then. Um, that was that and then I hit him up again when some stuff fell through that we were gonna do and he was like yeah like let's I can do it let's do it okay and then uh, we put the EP out and it's been great ever since yeah, yeah. that was exhausting yeah I, yeah, I just I <laughs> totally shit. went out we usually don't let Nick tell the long stories <laughs> no. but yeah. unfortunately I but, didn't yo, know but that listen, but he was, also, he was here's building up to the point <laughs> I could've just been like oh an email but I right. think what's a better story, Zach? I think it leads <laughs> to some one. really good questions because, okay, so you said music is weird these days. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, for being a band, I mean, if you're just a listener, right? You go on Spotify and there's well, millions so. of bands, and you can subscribe to like a playlist, and every week it'll update it, new punk tracks, yeah. and and that shit comes out. So for being in a band, I mean, why is it weird these days? Like, just what are the challenges? Like, Oh man, that's a can of worms so open that we just <laughs> we were just that. talking we about that. We talked about this today. So you have like all these SoundCloud rappers, uh-huh. and they have the formula that's like there's no physical product. They just release like a song a week, and yeah. they're getting all these crazy plays because there's constantly new content. Yeah. And no one wants to wait for a full length record anymore for yeah, like a year, a year and a half, this right. and that. So like we're trying to find the best way to not do the whole like it's it's not as viable to just do like a song a week as a band because right. you still need right. tour you still need that like right. physical presence the there the world's different in both but so. yeah like so for us we were talking and I was like it's kind of like an EP like let's just keep ripping up like ripping out EPs like every few months keep the content and we were saying like so if you put out a full length record on that cycle like let's say two of those songs are your hits your, your quote unquote hits and those get the most traction yeah and you those, those do pretty well for a year year and a half as long as they're like you know whatever 
But if you're doing three EPs or four EPs in that year, you go from two songs and you multiply that by each EP yeah. because you're having a new release. You have a new record cycle in a much shorter time. You have press behind that because you're not. You're. It's a revolving door of Do new. Do you feel new like that kind of goes against the like what you got in a band to do like so i've i've played in a lot of bands for 15 years and like for me for a long time the ultimate goal was like make a good album because i grew up on good albums but right? the point right now is to go against all of that okay the the old ways are yeah. just dying you know like it does it's not viable anymore we're like we nick and i were expensive. talking about that all the time or it's like we're told all the time by by other people that's like well you don't get as much traction behind the right. full length but it's like it, it, everything is is fucking upside down. Yeah. So like we're trying to kind of do the opposite of everything that we did in the past, right. you know? Because yeah. like, it's not that we're not capable of full length. We right. recorded enough for sure. It's we about recorded yeah. fifteen songs, and we had another ten or so on the back burner, and then a bunch we didn't even start like right like working on yet that I have. But it's just like when you grow you up know? with full length, and you come attached sure. to those albums, like you know, you guys you know? Green Day, American it, Idiot, or. And yeah. it's just a matter of like it, people's the, like kids like are are are, are uh, getting all of that way differently in 2018, right. and and people don't have the attention span anymore yeah. for it. So it's just like it's it's about content and just releasing multiple yeah. things, and also yeah. putting out a full length is fucking expensive. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like we're, we're talking like, when we talk about albums that you know mean a lot to people. Full bands. We're talking about bands that were big. I mean, we're talking about Green right. Day, who, who American Idiot. They've already sold millions of records, and we're just not at that point. Like, if we were to get back to the like, if we were to ever get to the point where, you know, we could put out a full length that we know a ton of people are going to listen to it, and like that's what people are craving, yeah. and we don't need to worry about content, content, content. We could just go off that record cycle for a year you know 14 months and that's something that you know we would definitely do right. and we would like to do but at this point it's just the more content the better if you're not constantly putting out new things people are going to forget about you gotcha because people consume like you were saying like like honestly the biggest thing is kind of is like spotify because at my hat like at my house i have a record player right next to that record player is a bluetooth speaker right and then on the floor is a whole big box of records yeah and 90 percent of the time when i listen to music i take out my phone and i hit play on spotify yeah. and absolutely on a record absolutely and so people don't consume music in a full-length format anymore nope. yeah you hit the top song on the band spotify and it cycles through and then you go to a radio and then you listen yeah. to other and you said you it like. yourself like playlists and spotify yeah. right. like right. curated playlists this absolutely. Is not like that's what people listen to that's how they discover their new music they don't discover like you what you hope is that your song lands somewhere where people hear it and then they go and listen to the rest of what you have yeah. whether that and you want them to listen to the discography you don't want them to just like you know if sure if they love the ep then they'll go to the full length and if they love the full length they'll go to the next full length yeah. you know right the beautiful thing about social what social media has done for i for independent artists or entrepreneurs is that everybody has one of these cell phones and every band needs to start treating their cell phone like an entire like media company yeah. meaning like you have youtube you have instagram igtv stories like the platform is there other people are doing it way differently than how it was been done 10 years ago right things have changed already it's yeah. not that things are changing things have changed yeah and it's just a matter of jumping on the wagon of of, of doing it how it's going to be done now and for the next 10 years or you can die in the past yeah. you know and unfortunately like my 14 year old niece for example or 16 year old niece rather i'm sorry uh she doesn't buy albums 
any band that she's yeah. into, she hears it on a playlist and she follows him on Spotify. Yeah. Like I'm literally watching it happen behind my eye, like before my eyes, and it's like that's just the way they're, you know, that it's going. Yeah. So what does a record label do for you nowadays then? With Spotify where you can upload and do all of this stuff yourselves, you can record Help yourself. Enhances the brand. Okay. Amongst many what, things. what does that mean? What do you mean by that? Like it's it looks way better to have a label behind you and doing uh -huh. it by yourself regardless of how you decide to market the band that market marketing the band is one thing branding the band is another uh -huh. yeah, it like just looks say, good to have a label let's period. say you see lost in society new record blah 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 like released on their own like uh -huh. all right who cares but let's say like lost in society Fat Records, right? You know, you're like, oh, Which I know better to you. I know Fat Records, and so I'm I know the sound. Out. Yeah, and yes. I and I know what I'm gonna kind of get into. Uh, you know, like it's it's just that it's people are starting to find more and more about Wiretap too, where it's like, oh, like you know, now that's it's becoming more of a name in like the indie punk community where yeah. you know we drop Wiretap and people are like, oh, that that band's on that and yeah, that Rob's band's doing on it, that. that's man. cool. Rob, is, and Rob's Rob killing great. it. Yeah. He's, he's got so a it's one of like a, a label's becoming more of like a brand ambassador, you know, sure. than than exactly. ever before. And you know, it's not so much like getting us radio play or like doing this or that or you know, they they still help with the records and sometimes with the recording and production process, yeah. but for the most part it's like make us look good, yeah. make us right. wanted, you yeah. know. Make tell people make people have to believe that they need that product. Yeah. And that's what we want from a label. Awesome. Cuz you really need to convince other people that like because once other people are interested in you, then people are like, okay, now I'll be interested in that because right. something yeah. else is interested in yeah. that. Right. Yeah. And it, even just like when you're in a band, you have to do a thousand things. So if there's, if, if Rob, if I can be like, hey, Rob, can you like tr do this one thing for me? That is like to help, the help is just help because for three people to try to do, deal with, uh, you know, not so much now because we, we do have help from other people, but like with booking and doing art and uh, going on tour and dealing with merch and running a web store and running your social media and working and having, full time, and, full -time and, and like we it's are impossible. just we're just a band that like we in ten years that we have been this lineup we have done everything we've printed our own merch on tour like everything that you book our own shows all of that like Nick and I started our own business to yeah. be able to do this. Zach got his real estate license and started doing it like we structured it you know to try to make it work and it's just really overwhelming most of the time <laughs> we've got a good grip on it I yeah. think and now it's great that we have a, a good we have a good booking agent behind us our, our agent Brad is fucking awesome uh, Rob is awesome our, our uh, PR people Big Picture Media Dane and all the girls there they're all awesome so now we have a little bit of a team so yeah. it makes it easier so whenever you can just get some help from anywhere to you know to alleviate some of the pressure right it's always always appreciated awesome cool guys well hey so um i'm gonna turn this into like the end of the the interview here um you guys are currently on tour right now right and yes that's how you ended up here yeah okay how much longer are you guys on tour for just one more day yeah. one just, more day a, this is the end of the tour yeah, yeah. The, well it's just a quick one um there's only five like a quick like five day fly out so we play Soda Bar tomorrow in San Diego. Okay. And then we're home for a couple weeks, and then we do a little run down to the fest in Gainesville. Nice. Where we're playing on Saturday. And on the way down, we're playing um, like Baltimore, 
That's sidebar. What are the dates on that? Uh, October 20th for Baltimore. Uh, October 21st, we are in Norfolk, Virginia. Virginia. I didn't even mean Virginia. to say it. Virginia. <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> you got the nice uh, accent And going. then we're in Tampa on the 23rd. And then Gainesville for a pre-party on the 25th? 25th. <laughs> and then we play Gainesville. No, no. On the 24th is Gainesville at Dirty Nellies. And then the 26th we play the fest. And then we go home, and then we do a little East Coast run with this band called The Moms and another band called Late yeah. Waves. Good buddies and of ours. Like the New Moms York, are awesome. New York, you know Philly. Oh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, New York, Philly, somewhere in uh, Maryland, but it's not Baltimore. Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg. Yeah. And then New Jersey, where we're from. Awesome. <laughs> and that's, cool. that's November 8th through the 11th. Awesome. Um, do you guys have any EPs or splits coming out anytime soon? Uh, we're going to release something early next year and then we have you know a pretty cool tour lined up already that we can't announce yet um but it's going to be pretty rad and then i'm sure a bunch of other things will be popping up around the ep but expect it in like i would say february early march cool. kind of thing i'm going to try and do some quick questions we always do like this cool. quick fire round cool. i don't have anything fucking lined up for this so i'm going to just spit it out let's cool, do man. it even if you get halfway through and you're like oh never mind <laughs> yeah. you can, it can be edited you always delete it <laughs> right fuck it we'll do it live <laughs> <laughs> um i'm going to start with a really random question so uh zach do you watch the walking dead I do. Has anyone ever told you you look like Negan? You could be <laughs> yeah. like his son. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is actually the third time I've heard that, and yeah. every single time I was on tour. All right, all right, awesome. <laughs> so um, let's see. Uh, what is uh, your guys' favorite snack on the road? Twizzlers. Twizzlers, all right. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think if there's something like I get all the time. But like, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, I'm just a dumpster, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I'm a big beef jerky guy. Okay, nice. Yeah, it's expensive, but delicious. Do you guys have a CD uh, on this last tour that's just been stuck in the CD player? Nothington. Or? Nothington's Nothington. new record, and it's because it's the only. It's not because it's the only CD that we have in there at the moment, because it's fucking awesome. But like in between, like if we don't feel like putting on our phones, we're like, yeah, let's just rip Nothington again. All right. And uh, yeah, their new record, the end is so. In the end, is yeah, so good. So good. We'll throw this to Hector. Hey, um, what is the first record that you ever bought or CD? Oh, that's a good question. But one of the early, early ones that I remember actually being taken to a store and purchasing with my money was uh, Crimson by Alkaline Trio. Okay. Nice. My friend's mom took me to uh, uh, Coconuts. Not coconuts. FYE. Not FYE. The other bookstore that's not Barnes and Nobles. Borders. That Borders. She took me to Borders, and uh, and then I bought it. And it was like twelve ninety nine, and like <laughs> it was actually like my money, like yeah. earned, paid for. That's the first one that I think I remember. Awesome. That's hey, want to hear a joke that I just came up with? Do it. What's Donald Trump's favorite bookstore? Borders, because they're all closed. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> what a good joke. Thank that you. fantastic. <laughs> all right. Uh, what is the band you guys get compared to the most? That's a good question. We've gotten, like, There's a lot. So many. It's all over the place. Um, I think the one, well, voice-wise, I get Nirvana a yeah, lot. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
But band wise, face to face, do you ever get face to face and the hot water music? Okay, yeah. cool. Do you guys ever get Kid Dynamite? Never, what never. Do I don't. I would well, say never. I think I've heard that a I've couple never times. Heard that before. I've heard Zach's that before. voice. Zach's voice okay. reminds me of what's his name, Jason yeah. Shevchuk. That's a cool band. <laughs> yeah. I don't hate that comparison. I, I mean, uh, he just came out with a new album. Um, I didn't even know that. Former member. Former okay. Member. Oh, cool. Yeah. Check it out. It's it's a good album. You guys should listen. I will to it. for sure check that out. Two or three months ago. Yeah, um, I have no more quick fire questions. <laughs> right. Cool, yeah. Cool, man. So, hey, thank you guys for doing this. Yeah, yeah, no problem. yeah absolutely. Um, catch them out on the road on tour uh, at the end of this year and early next year. Watch for the surprise uh, announcement. It's pretty good. Awesome. Woo-hoo. Excited to hear it. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you. Cool. you. Thank you so much. That was Lost in Society, some of New Jersey's finest punk right there. That was Creature from the 2018 EP Eager Heart. Next up, we're going to kick it over to Drack and the Swamp Rats with Haunt Your Girlfriend. I wanna haunt your girlfriend.
another act from Los Angeles. That was Drac and the Swamp Rats with Haunt Your Girlfriend. Bob sent that one in. Uh, good pick, Bob. Ooh, another band. That's a, a silly band. A little, yeah, they're, they're crazy. A, a campy. Another campy band. But like I said earlier, you know, any really good horror punk band has got to be a little campy. Like even the Misfits, they're campy. So- yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't even know what that word means, but for sure. So the story behind this recommendation is uh, we played with this band two weeks ago called Pierce Brosnick. Is that <laughs> okay. the guy's name from 007? No, Pierce Brosnan. But... There you go, Pierce Brosnan. So the band's name is Pierce Brosnan. Uh, and then we were talking to them, or I was talking with them after their show, and I was like, oh, what are some bands you're into? And they're like, dude, we played with this band a few weeks ago, and they were so dope. They dressed up yeah. like a mummy and Frankenstein and a werewolf, and that's how they play their shows, and yeah. Dracula. Yeah. Uh, and so they're like, check them out. They're so good. I checked them out. I was like, this is really silly. Uh and here they are on the well, show. Of course, of course. Yeah. It's a horror yeah. punk band. Of course, yes. it's silly. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, check them out. Check out their EP. I think they just released it this year. Um, and uh, turn it on on Halloween. Scare the kids when they come by trick or treating. Scaring kids is what we do. Yeah. Hey, and look, by by coincidence, check out our next one. Scary Wicked Bears, right? Wicked Bears are scary. No. Yeah. I'm a little bit, I'm reaching on a few. I told you up front, <laughs> was it going to be 100%? Well, hey, Chattering Teeth is when someone scared your right. teeth chatter. So. so there you go. The name of the song is Chattering Teeth. Let's hear it. A heart of gold, a heart of stone, a heart of plastic, a heart of bone, a talking fish. Chattering teeth have fallen to the ground And they are gonna chop your feet You do your best to move your toes But the singing salmon stalls you And those teeth, they get you so, so good Yeah, they get you so, so good They get you so, so good They get you so
That was Chattering Teeth from the 10-track LP Tuning Out by Wicked Bears out on La Escalera Records, one of my favorites from down there in Southern California. Uh, Wait, and they that? just I was tuning what? out. I didn't catch that. Uh, you're so fucking awful. I can't. I can't. Just stay quiet the rest of the episode. Uh, They just released a new video for the track. Um, So make sure you check that out. Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah natives are wicked bears. You're going to be up that way, right? When you buy a house? Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Or maybe by you. Maybe we'll be neighbors. Maybe I'll be in Salt Lake. Uh, Denver's all right. I'd definitely live in Denver before I lived in anywhere in Utah. Yeah, but Denver's like twice as much. So we'll see. True dat. Uh, All right, rounding out this block of music is L.A. hardcore veterans Terror with Spirit of Sacrifice. That was Terror with Spirit of Sacrifice from the new album Total Retaliation, which just came out a couple years ago. Uh, Hard to believe those guys have been kicking it around for 16 years now. Seems like only yesterday. And it's it's pretty hard for like hardcore bands, too. They seem to have a quick life cycle. Must be the, the lifestyle they lead. It must be the hardness of their core. The, the, the hardness of the core is extreme with them. Yes. Especially yes. those guys. They're the hardest of the hardcore. Yes. Their core is so hard that the gravitational pull just pulls albums towards them and they release mm. them. Remember quickly. that thing I said a few minutes ago about not talking the rest of the episode? I forgot. 
forgot. Uh, good interview, Bob. I love the guys in Lost hey. in Society. I love New Jersey punk in general. It's got a really distinct sound to it. And it, I loved hearing their accents. It took me back to my high school days when I spent some time up there. Um, but you guys did a really good job. Like it was a lot Thanks. more technical than I could have done. You guys had a whole conversation about music and EPs and the industry evolving and shifting. I was like, holy shit, this is like such high level. I'm talking about like their high school mascot and shit. You did I so legit good. could have hung out with those guys and talked with them for like two hours. Easy. <clears throat> Easily we could have stayed in there for two hours. They're awesome. I love them. You guys are my best friends. Did, <laughs> speaking of, did you see that um, Dave sent us an email? The guys from Hilltop Rats are still uh, still want to take you up on your offer to go to the arcade bar. So, hey yo, nice. I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, check check your email more often. Right. Uh, but yeah, the the whole interview was really good. I, I wanted to give you props on air Thanks. because it was a, a very good job. And was uh, it a pleasant surprise to you? It was unexpected too. It I didn't was. Tell them. It totally was. It totally was. I was sweating it because I wasn't going to have yeah. an interview this month. We're like, what the fuck are we gonna do and all of a sudden i pull and through with something pulls out of through. left field clutch ass bob pulls through out of nowhere out um of but yeah really cool interview i loved learning that they listen to motown when i'm not listening to punk which is like one percent of my time i listen to motown <laughs> to kind of ease myself nice. down so it was nice to hear that uh i'm not so keen on matchbox 20 that uh, he lost he lost me there but that was a really cool story about him going to uh Rob, I knew you would be Rob judging Thomas. and that was a fantastic story <laughs> it was that was one of the better stories that we've had Dude, on here almost as good as a, almost as good as um the shell corporation their stories about their trips abroad were probably they still get me laughing sometimes uh, I, I wish i could have uh, started recording like 10 minutes sooner when we were outside the van because uh God, they were talking about, I don't know what, someone made the stupidest joke ever about like sandwiches or something. And then someone's like, that was a really crummy joke. And then like they Meesh. went into all these pun jokes for like three minutes back and forth. And they were so awful. I was just impressed at how quickly they were firing them off. I love those guys. They were great. I liked the, uh, before the interview started, the thing was recording and I heard the story about uh, MXPX Tony and his <laughs> autocorrected to mozzarella Tony. <laughs> that was classic shit right there. Uh, Maybe we'll put that at the end for a little uh, Yeah, definitely Flipper. stick around after. Yeah, put the joke in there about mozzarella Tony. That was good. That's definitely worth, uh, or worth listening to. Um, and speaking of our closing song, I guess we can go ahead and round out. I don't know uh, what we're doing for the next episode, but I know Bob's uh, pretty amped. He's got some things lined up, so uh, yeah, stay tuned. I'm, I'm getting on it, dude. No, no spoilers more for me, guys and gals. No spoilers, but Bob's working on some special shit. So yeah. uh, definitely uh, keep your ear to the ground for that. Uh, and uh, for now, I think that's going to do it. We're going to go ahead and close things out. Um, this next band I actually found when I was still writing for uh, Dying Scene back when I was a lowly writer. Um, now I just get on or on the on air and say my words. It's a lot quicker than writing everything out. Yeah. Uh, but these guys are from uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, and I wrote of them, I don't know, it was probably two years ago. I'm a verbose motherfucker, I learned while I was reading this. It's like, why do I... <laughs> 
So wordy. Uh, when you are from the Cape Fear region of North Carolina, there's some obligation to start a great horror punk band. While these Port City punks aren't a traditional horror act, mixing in a multitude of genres like metal and pop punk, the music is morbid, dark, and just as malevolent as anything else in the category. That divergence from the orthodox sound is exactly what sets them apart from the pack and adds to their appeal. Their debut 10-track LP, Sounds Like a Nightmare, released two or three years ago in November, is a great introduction to their dynamic sound, with every song vastly different than the one prior. How about that, Bob? You like that description? I wasn't paying attention again. Of course not. Everybody just falls asleep. That's the problem <laughs> with being verbose. Everybody gives up Too three words in. Uh, but let's go ahead and spin this one. This is All Damned Vampires from The Good Good Grief. Until next time, comrades, stay safe. Adios. I was telling Brad that Tony MXPX's uh, tour manager was here and MXPX autocorrects 
to mozzarella in my phone. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, Festone? I was like, oh, Tony's here, by the way. And he's like, Festone? I was like, no, mozzarella Tony. Mozzarella <laughs> Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no, MXPX, but mozzarella Tony sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> mozzarella Tony, that, that fool's a mobster, right? Yo, that's, that's my new fucking Italian restaurant. <laughs> mozzarella <laughs> Tony. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's you get open it with Joe Ace. Yeah. Joe Ace should run it. Gravel core. Gravel core. Gravel core.